And for the next few episodes of JRP, I just want to speak on various concepts which are important to the stand-up comedian. And the first one I came up with is belief. Don't stop. <clears throat> Don't stop believing. A singer in a smoky room. Smell of wine and cheap perfume. It goes on and on and on and on. Strangers very Don't stop believing. Who would ever thought? Who would ever thunk that some fucking Filipino lady boy would wind up fronting uh, that band, Journey? You know, don't stop believing, folks. Who would ever thought some lowly brothel lady boy from the Philippines, the Filipino Philippines, would like rise to like front one of the classic rock bands of, you know, Western civilization, you know? Yeah, you got to believe, folks, is the point I'm getting at. And as a stand-up comedian, like, from the very beginning, you're going to be confronted with what you believe. You got to come up with a five-minute set. Well, you have to speak about, joke about what you believe is funny. Then you have to get on a stage wherever you can. A lot of times they're little coffee houses, open mics, bars, you know, you get up there and you have to have the belief to tell jokes in front of strangers and you have to have the belief to execute that in a way in which people will well receive it. It's not always easy, folks. You know what I mean? Most people, for some reason or other, they get combative with comics. It's an easy ego trip. Because, like, for example, flamenco dancing. You ever seen somebody flamenco dance? It's not something I would ever pursue. But if you watch flamenco dancing, it looks awesome sounds awesome like a lot of times they were like tap dance they were like tap dance you know like picking any you know what do they call it like you know chitlin circuit they wear like them picking any tap dancing shoes so like they're tapping away they're dancing away it's rhythmic it sounds cool it looks cool it is flamenco dancing i don't know what the hell they're doing you know what i mean and I would never contest a flamenco dancer. It's pretty fucking obvious that I don't know what the hell it is to flamenco dance. You know, that's like the average person when they see something. Oh, a guitar player. They obviously can play guitar. I can't. You know, I'm not going to contest that. Oh, a painter. They're painting. I know that I can't paint. I'm not going to contest that. But for some reason, when they see a stand-up comedian who has, as I mentioned, taken the belief to create, write jokes, get on stage, stage presence, deliver, commit, timing, delivery, cadence, concepts, wordplay, you know, clowning, gags, physicality, pantomime, 
all them little building blocks of a stand-up comedian performance, a lot of people, they just look at that and go, no, I'm going to contest it. Even though it's never been in my mind to be a comedian, I don't even care about comedy. All I know is there's somebody trying to do something, and I feel so shitty about myself that I'm going to stand in their way. That's most people. Some people don't like other people. They want to contest you, stand against you, be a roadblock. When it's like you never cared about being funny until you saw that some comedian, some person took it upon themselves to believe, reach out for their dreams. Now you're going to stand in their way. It's just a cheap, a cheap, uh, a cheap jab. Because if it was a flamenco dancer on stage or guitarist, you'd shut the fuck up because you know you can't say anything to that. You know that, oh, you don't have the skill to tap dance or flamenco dance or play guitar or paint a picture. You know you don't have that skill, so you shut the fuck up. Whereas with a comedian, people are unaware. People have an arrogance. I remember coming up as a comic I remember my first real, everybody was always telling me I was going to be a comedian. You should be a comedian. You should be a comedian. I was like, you're barking up the wrong tree, pal. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, I could be funny in a general sense, but, and I respected comics. I loved comics, but I thought being a comedian was sort of like being a, it was like a divine gift. I didn't get it. I didn't understand that you had to write jokes and work on a material work on an act and build an act. I didn't know. I thought you just were. They were a comedian. I remember people telling me I was going to be a comedian. One of the first comedians I ever heard of was Fozzie Bear. You know Fozzie Bear from the Muppets? Fozzie Bear is a stand-up comedian. And people are like, you're going to be a comedian. I was like, like Fozzie Bear? I remember I was like six years old. I don't know how old you are. I was like, I don't know, five or six. Like Fozzie Bear? I'm going to be a comedian like Fozzie Bear? And I had like a little Fozzie Bear doll. <laughs> I had many dolls, you know. But um, I had this Fozzie Bear doll. And he had like a little bow tie and a little, and a little um, bowler hat, you know. I'm like, so what? What does that mean? Like, I'm going to be a comedian? How do, you, how do you become a comedian? Do I have to wear a bow tie and a bowler hat? Because like when you think about it, cops, they wear a cop uniform. Doctor wears like a, you know, uh, you know, uh, a, a hospital smock with a stethoscope. Hooker wears fishnet stockings and, you know, jizz stains, whatever, right? It's the uniform. So like, I was like looking at it as like, oh, so like to be a comedian, I have to wear like a bow tie and a bowler hat, like Fozzie Bear. I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I can't do it. And then, like, I remember seeing, like, hey, you know, my wife, that's another one. You know, she tells me, come over, honey, there's nobody home. I went over, no one was home. <laughs> you know, my dentist, that's another one. I said, Doc, my teeth are turning yellow. You turned me to wear a brown necktie. <laughs> you know, are you kidding? <laughs> I tell you, Johnny, some mornings I get drinking early, Johnny. 
you know, my, my, my father, that was another one, you know, he took me to the zoo, you know, and he said something about, hey, whatever, if they want you, they'll claim you. <laughs> if they want you, they'll claim you. You know, like, his jokes were, see what I mean? His jokes were so unique and well-timed and well-written. I, I didn't have any inkling that, oh yeah, I'm going to be that. And that's about belief. You have to believe in yourself to move forward. Whereas so many people, they have like delusions where it's like, they just think that they can do it. Oh, all it is is just babbling into a microphone. That's all it is, folks. That's all, folks. It's not. Suffice to say. And to move forward in that career, stand-up comedian, you pretty much have to start with belief. Belief. And you have to have like a objectivity, you know? I mean, that's one thing I'm also very proud of. I mean, as confident and as competent as I feel I am, I know I'm not God's gift to comedy. I'm not the funniest motherfucker that ever lived. You know, I've shit the bed plenty of times. But generally speaking, I've proven it. I have been a paid stand-up comedian, a semi-pro, you can call me, stand-up comedian. And I know the future is wide open. And belief. Belief, belief, belief. Because you would be surprised you would be surprised. Friends, family members, they turn on you in a dime, in a heartbeat. It's hilarious. It's like a tragic irony. My whole life, every time I turned around, you should be a stand-up comedian. You should be a stand-up comedian. I was like, I don't know what the hell you guys are getting at. You're barking up the wrong tree, folks. I'm not a stand-up comedian. I'm like, yeah, sure, I could be funny and ha, 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 yuck, 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 and... You know, I always wanted to be an actor. I am an actor. I started off as an actor. And yeah, I could be an actor, but comedy, I don't, I mean, stand-up comic, I, I don't, that's like a divine talent. I don't know how the hell to do that. Then one day, I did a stand-up comedy set as a part of a school production in college. Then I got that inner belief. I crushed it. I killed it. I had them on their feet. I had them rolling in the aisles, folks. I couldn't believe what the hell I just did. I was like, oh, so I can do stand-up comedy. I just have to believe in myself a little bit. Hey, you know what, world? I'm going to be a comedian. Fuck you, you'll never make it. What are you, stupid, you dipshit retard? You're garbage, you're awful, you're dog dick horrible. You'll never make it. And that's been an ongoing process, folks. <laughs> the tragic irony of life. When I never even thought of being a comedian... People wouldn't shut the hell up about it. You should be a comic. You're hilarious. Jonathan's going to be a comic. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. The second I flipped the switch, yeah, I do want to be a comic. You'll never make it. You have to have belief, folks. Belief. And that's relatable across um, industry, whatever you do. Yes. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire.
Yeah. Quick sip of water. Water break balls. Don't be on me balls. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.